0: Welcome to The Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. I'm so happy you're here. We have a lot to talk about this week, so we're going to dive right in. This week is a lead up to the new moon in Leo that will occur on Sunday, August 8th, 8-8. So you might be hearing a lot about Lionsgate, which is something that is more of a new age manifestation thing, less of an astrologer community thing. But I did look into it because this year the new moon is occurring on 8-8, which is the date of Lionsgate. So what Lionsgate is, so you're tuned in when you see all of the memes on Instagram, you'll know what's going on. The middle of Leo season every year is when the fixed star Sirius becomes visible above the eastern horizon. Now, the fixed sign Sirius is at 14 degrees Cancer. But it becomes visible in the middle of Leo season and in numerology, repeating eights is considered auspicious or abundant, having to do with manifesting wealth. Or abundance in your life. So, this Lion's Gate thing has come to be. The Sirius fixed star is considered the spiritual sun, they say, and this is a portal of energy that allows us to manifest goals for our highest self. So, this is an interesting time to have the new moon align with this date, regardless of whether or not you subscribe to the Lion's Gate doesn't really matter. There's a collective energy of renewal, of rebirth, of starting fresh, and that's what new moons are about. New moons are resets. And this new moon is a reset that we all need for sure. The new moon's going to be at 16 degrees Leo. That is 1 degree away from 15 degrees Leo. And basically what that means is that we are having a new moon very close to what we call one of the world points. So In each sign, there is one degree where things tend to happen. And the fixed signs at 15 degrees, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius, there tend to be world events or collective events that make us all sit up and take notice. So if you are a person that has your sun at 15 degrees of any of those fixed signs, then you're probably a person who is known in your field. You are regarded highly. You might even be a celebrity, maybe an Instagram influencer, but there's something about things happening at those degrees that really make us sit up and take notice of that person or that moment in time. So having a new moon at 16 degrees, Leo, we probably will see some world events happen on Saturday when the sun is at 15 degrees, Leo, right before the new moon. So Keep your eyes peeled and, uh, you know, check your New York Times notifications. But the new moon will be a really nice one after we get through some of the bumps this week. The new moon is squaring Uranus, so you're going to want to expect the unexpected, and it will be an invitation from the universe for you to embrace the changes that are occurring. And I know that's hard, especially for you fixed sign folks. So the Tauruses, the Leos, the Scorpios, and the Aquarians change not so comforting for you guys. So the mutable people, they're going to have an easier time with that. Us cardinal people, we might have a little bit of an easier time with that, but fixed sign people, they don't like change. So this is going to be a new moon where we're all tasked with embracing the change. But first we got to get through some of these Saturn oppositions. So last week we celebrated being done with the Pluto oppositions. Yay. Yay. And this week, we get to celebrate almost being done with the Saturn oppositions. Yay! So we have the Sun opposite Saturn on Monday this week. You've already lived through it. That's the good part. We talked about it last week because it was a big energy last week going into the weekend, and we're feeling it throughout this week as well. So when Saturn is opposite the Sun, the Sun represents our identity. It represents our ego, our sense of self. The sun is at home in the sign of Leo. It is where it is the ruler, the king, the queen, the lion. It has the crown. So when the sun is in Leo, we all have our egos on high alert. We're all feeling ourselves a little bit more, especially you Leo people. So when Saturn opposes the sun, especially when the sun is in its home sign, You might feel like someone is trying to rain on your parade, that they're trying to rain you in. I'm using all the rain words, R-E-I-G-N, because Leo is royalty. And there is a sense of just feeling like someone is trying to tell you what to do. And you're the boss. You don't want to be told what to do. And that's what's happening this week. So Saturn is like the stern teacher that holds you accountable, gives you the structures, the limitations, the boundaries, the discipline that you need to do the thing. And sometimes we don't want that. We want to feel free. We want to feel liberated. We want to feel like we're beating to our own drum and making our own rules. Now, Uranus is obviously squaring the sun and Saturn because you know from listening to the podcast that this whole year is defined by Saturn squaring Uranus pretty much we are working with that all year this time is actually the time where they're furthest from that exact square so if anything you would think that we would be dialing down the heat on the saturn square uranus but because the sun and mercury are still in leo which is a fixed sign which means it's opposing Saturn Aquarius and squaring Uranus and Taurus, it's creating this wide T-square. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that T-squares mean changes and actions are required. So the thing about T-squares and squares in general, whatever a planet is 90 degrees from another planet, that is a square. And when that occurs, it makes us take action. It makes us get up and do something different. And that, though that friction that comes from squares is what makes us move our life forward. It's not a bad thing, but it can be an uncomfortable thing. And so this week, Saturn is opposite the sun, but also they're both in a square with Uranus. So Uranus is just aggravating this opposition, just aggravating this whole conversation. Now, Sun opposite Saturn, the good thing about that is oppositions are not as challenging as squares because you have an opportunity to compromise and walk toward one another. Unfortunately, what can happen is it can create more polarization. It can make everybody go run further away from the center. And so what might happen this week is that people are going to double down on what isolates them or separates them from others. And hopefully most of us will choose the opposite. Most of us will choose to walk toward the person that is not on our side so that we can find a compromise and work together. And that is the ultimate highest expression of working with an opposition. So the sun is in Leo. That's our ego. That's our sense of self. That's you thinking you're the queen and your friend on the opposite side of town thinking she's the queen too. Saturn is an Aquarius. Aquarius is the collective. Aquarius is our society. It could feel, if you identify with that sun in Leo, as the world's conspiring against you it could also feel like you're being called to stand up and lead and be a force for the collective so it could go either way and i recommend that you walk toward the call to stand up and lead lead by example show up for your community in some way And if you need a reminder about all of that, you can go back and listen to the last 11 minutes of episode 100, where I talk about the Pluto return for the United States of America. And I talk a lot about how this Aquarian theme of this year really is asking us to show up for that Pluto return that we're living through collectively, for those of us living in the States at least. So... This is an interesting opportunity this week with the sun opposite Saturn. It might feel like someone is putting rules on you. It might feel like a great challenge for you to step up and take those rules and make them work for you. On Tuesday, we have a continuation of this story because Mercury is going to square Uranus. So Mercury was opposite Saturn, over the weekend, Mercury is moving a little faster than the Sun. So he's having the experience first. We also had Venus and Mars go through these degrees in Leo back in end of June, beginning of July. So a lot of the stuff going on this week you've already experienced with Venus and Mars and it's a continuation of the same story. So if you had something that came up end of June, beginning of July, it might be coming up again this week because you're not done with the story yet. But remember, we got that reset coming. On Sunday with the new moon. So, we're going to work through all this stuff this week and then we're going to get that nice fresh start with the new moon in Leo. So, on Tuesday, Mercury squares Uranus. Now, this is interesting because I'm recording on Tuesday and what happened today, you know, I have to bring the news into our astrology forecast. We found out that here in New York City, where I live, the mayor has decided that you are going to have to have proof of vaccination to enter gyms, fitness centers, restaurants, and theaters. So this is going to change the game for sure in terms of how things are handled in New York City and probably cities across the country, because I imagine if we're the first, other cities will follow. In other related New York news, Governor Cuomo, who we all adored during the beginning of the lockdown back in 2020 is finally having to answer to Saturn because Letitia James, the attorney general, has come and put out a very compelling case for why he should resign. And I just read before I popped on that Joe Biden answered a reporter's question and they, the reporter asked, do you think Cuomo should resign? And he said, Yes. So it might be the end of the line for Andy. So we see Saturn in all of this. Saturn is saying, hey, you didn't act right, and now you have consequences. And that's what we're seeing. So we know that when we don't do the right thing, Saturn's gonna come and rein you in. And I always joke that Saturn is like the high school principal. When you're doing your work and you're going to class, you don't even know about Saturn. But when you're not doing your work and you're skipping class, you're going to be very familiar with that principle and his office. And so Saturn is here and he's showing us the boundaries, the limits and the restrictions that are for our own good. Now, back to Mercury, because I got back on Saturn and that's what happens when Saturn's around. You just keep going back to the big guy. You keep talking about him. So Mercury is squaring Uranus on Tuesday. And that's why as I record this, I mentioned those news items that are coming out of New York because Mercury is communicating the changes. Mercury is the messenger. Uranus is the agent of change the the changes are being communicated now. With a Gemini moon, because we have the moon in Gemini on Monday and Tuesday and part of Wednesday this week, there's a lot of information coming out. There's a lot to digest. In your personal life, you might be receiving a lot of messages and information from your friends and family. You might be watching the news and taking in the whiplash of all of the stories. Lots of information, lots of stuff to digest. So the best thing you can do early this week is take a deep breath, and not rush because, you know, there's going to be more information flowing in. We also have this mystic rectangle. Mystic rectangles are basically a formation that the planets make in the sky. And whenever there's a mystic rectangle present, it gives us a sense of clarity. And Saturn, the sun and the nodes are creating this mystic rectangle that's been with us for a few days and will continue to be with us for part of this week. We also have a kite in the sky, which is another formation that the planets make, and that one is involving that sun opposite Saturn, but also involves Mercury, trining Chiron and the south node. And so with all those guys working together, remember Chiron is there to heal us. There's something in all of this information that you're gathering, all of the information that's flowing into you, you're getting some clarity. It might feel a little jumbled early in the week because we have that moon in Gemini and your mind might not be able to focus on the main idea. It might get bogged down in lots of details, but as the week goes on, all of this information that you've been taking in is gonna start to crystallize into some sense of clarity as to what you need to take action on, what you need to change, what this saturn square uranus story is for you because as i've mentioned in previous episodes saturn is squaring uranus all year and we're going to have the final one in december but i do think we're getting a lot of illumination this week and over the past few weeks as to what that saturn square uranus is for each of us personally okay so we're getting some answers we're getting some clarity and hopefully it gives you a little more confidence as to how you want to move forward for the latter half of the year, because we have less than half of 2021 left. Time feels like it's flying lately, and I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. So it'll be nice after this week to just have a little bit, a little bit more clarity as to what to do next. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you're playing with the kaleidoscope and you know, when you're turning the kaleidoscope and it's a little blurry and you're not really sure exactly what geometric pattern is going to show up next. And then you start to see it. We're in that place where we're just starting to see the pattern. We're just starting to see what we've been trying to see all year. Now, on Wednesday this week, the sun trines Chiron. That's part of that kite formation I just mentioned. And the moon will move into Cancer on Wednesday. This is really an invitation to take a rest. Take a beat, take a breath, reflect, turn inward, because it feels like things have been going so fast early in the week. And then once the sun tries Chiron, it's an invitation to do what's healing for you. It's an invitation to step away from the thinking mind and get into the body and feel what it feels like to feel your feet on the floor, feel what it feels like to be with your breath. Whenever the moon's in cancer, it's always a good time to remember your self-care practices If you need some help with that, you can go back to the previous episode of the podcast where I did a new moon bonus meditation for the previous new moon we had in cancer. You can use that meditation every month when the moon is in cancer. You can use that meditation Wednesday evening, all day Thursday, all day Friday this week. That could be really helpful with the moon in cancer and the sun, Trine Chiron, who is the wounded healer. He helps us heal the traumas of the past. And with Chiron and Aries also trining this new moon in Leo, it's an invitation to remember that you're perfect the way you are. It's an invitation to heal some of those false self-limiting beliefs about not being enough. Because Chiron is in Aries for about a decade. And Chiron and Aries is really spending a long time in Aries so that we all get the message. That we are uniquely brilliant as we are, that each and every one of us is enough, and there's nothing that you have to do to be worthy. And that's just your mid podcast message from Chiron and Aries. So it's okay to be you. That's really the very simple but profound message of this new moon and also Chiron and Aries for this decade. But this day, Wednesday, is really prepping us for that new moon coming at the end of the week. But before we get there, the sun squares Uranus on Friday. So Saturn showed you the work that you have to do, where you have to take responsibility for yourself, where you might have been slacking. We talked about that last week. The sun square Uranus, it is telling you where to make the change. What do you have to do to make the change, to honor this Saturn square Uranus story for yourself, whatever the story is for you this year. Now, Mercury square Uranus on Tuesday, that was communicating the changes. We're getting the messages delivered to us. But Friday, sun square Uranus, it's about you. The sun is your identity. So it's about you showing up to make the changes. And by the way, the sun square Uranus lets us know that it's okay to change your mind. The ego is really up right now for a lot of us. It can be hard to say that you are wrong, but the sun square Uranus on Friday says, yeah, listen, it's okay to say that you are wrong. It's okay to accept that we can get more information and then change our mind. You can learn something new and then realize that the way you thought about things wasn't right based on the information that you have now. And it doesn't mean that you are a bad person for not having that information before. Now you have the information and you can make an even better decision for yourself. So that is Friday. On Saturday, Mercury is in an adjusting aspect, what we call an inconjunct with Neptune. And I don't always talk about inconjuncts, but I wanted to this week because Neptune rules our dreams. It's also our ideals. So Mercury in an adjusting aspect or an in inconjunct with Neptune just seconds what I just said about the sun square Uranus. It's letting you know it's okay to pivot, it's okay to change the dream. So maybe based on all this new information that you've received, the thing that you were working on, the goal that you were working on, you realize that maybe that's not the thing maybe you want to prioritize something else in your life. Maybe you were trying to get this business off the ground and then you decide, you know what? This is not the most important thing to me. I'm going to go get a job and prioritize my relationship, my family, my health, whatever it is for you. It's okay to pivot and change the dream. The new moons on Sunday, we've been leading up to it It's the reset we've all been waiting for. It is the new moon that takes place in between two full moons in Aquarius. So remember, we had a full moon in Aquarius a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to have another full moon in Aquarius in a couple of weeks. So the first full moon took place at one degree Aquarius. And then the second full moon in Aquarius is going to take place at 29 degrees Aquarius. That's going to be an intense one. That last full moon included that Pluto energy and it encouraged us to release a lot of the old stuff that wasn't serving us anymore. And now this new moon is a reset where we get to say, you know what? I want to honor the things that bring me the most joy. I want to honor my desires. I want to honor what's in my heart. I want to honor my creative spirit. Leo is all about honoring The most joyful part of yourself, the inner child, the most enthusiastic, optimistic, fun loving, playful experience of life. If you're not having enough fun in your life right now, this is a great new moon to just check in and say, What makes me happy? What makes my heart sing? What brings me the most joy? How can I? Make that a priority over the next lunar cycle, over the next six months, maybe over the latter half of 2021, whatever feels most in alignment with where you are in your life. And because the new moon in Leo is trying Chiron, that wounded healer in Aries, it is an invitation from the planets for you to heal the part of yourself that doesn't want to be seen to heal the part of yourself that says you're not enough, to heal the part of yourself that hides in any way, because Leo is about being seen. Because when all of us embrace the Leo part of ourself and we allow ourselves to shine for who we truly are, it gives everyone else in our life permission to shine as well. And that's really the beauty of the Leo archetype. And we all have it someplace in our chart. So that's your Astrocast for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can come on over and hang out with me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. Also, if you are not a part of my text community, you're going to want to text me. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. And every few days when big things happen, I send out a little astrology text just reminding you to dictate your fate. And that's it. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti.